In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This gospel that we just heard from takes place in Matthew chapter 7 and 8. In Matthew's chapters 5, 6, and all of 7, Jesus is on a mountain and he's preaching this sermon that's called the Sermon on the Mount. And it's really one of his first big sermons, one of his first big homilies that Jesus gives uh, to the people of Israel. And so after Jesus is giving this homily, this sermon, the people are amazed at the teaching of Jesus. They're astonished by his teaching, and that's what we heard in the Gospel. And it goes so far to say that they were amazed at his teaching because he preached with authority. Jesus spoke with authority. He spoke with power. That when Jesus spoke something, it wasn't just empty words, but it was something that went into the hearts of the people and really made them want to believe and really made them want to live what he was saying. And they were amazed by him. It's very similar to Father Brian, right? When we see Father Brian and his amazing hair, we're amazed, right? At all of that gel and how it stays put together. And so Jesus brought this amazement to the people. Jesus brought this astonishment to the people. And when we think about Jesus, right, he was just a normal Israelite. He was a normal Jew, right? Jesus didn't look a certain way. Jesus didn't look amazing, but it's because of his authority and his power. And that's something that I just keep thinking about and keep praying about this week is the authority of Jesus, the power of Jesus. And it's so interesting because of all of the faiths in the world, Jesus is the only one who's attacked the most. Jesus is the only one who's really persecuted the most because we know he's the truth. We know he's God. We know the authority. We know the power of Christ. And that's the beautiful thing about our religion and our faith is the authority that our faith holds. The power that our faith holds. Now, with this, Jesus shows us, I really believe, Jesus shows us what real power looks like. What real authority looks like. Because we have so many ideas of what authority looks like. We can look at our government. We can look at our teachers. We can look at our local officials. These are all signs of authority. But Jesus shows us what real authority is. And we hear it in the letter of St. Paul. He says, those who desire to be rich fall into a multitude of temptations. What St. Paul is saying is that power doesn't come from money. Power doesn't come from success. Power doesn't come from status. That's not where power or authority comes from. Real power and authority comes from what Jesus did, which is love and sacrifice. Had a beautiful encounter with a beautiful priest. Many of you know Father Stefan, right? Father Stefan Calabat. Maybe some of you were baptized by him or married by him. And I shared this yesterday in our, in our Mass for the Kids because yesterday morning we were sitting, all of the communion teachers, catechism teachers, and we were just having a morning of reflection. And Father Stefan had just finished the funeral, so he came into the hall after the funeral. And he walks in, and if you didn't know, Father Stefan has been a priest for 57 years. So 57 years he's been a priest. And if you know him, you know he's fiery, right? When he preaches, it's, it's powerful. But something about his personality is he's always happy, right? He's, he just has a joy to him. 
So Father Stefan walked in and, and I looked at him as he walked in and in front of all of the teachers I said, Abuna, after all of these years of priesthood, how are you still happy? How have you just allowed this happiness after all of these years? And he looked at all of us and he said one word. He said, sacrifice. Sacrifice. That's why after 57 years of priesthood, we can look at this priest and still see his happiness and his joy and his love for the Lord because of sacrifice. What I'm really meditating upon over these last couple days and this week is how if we want to be powerful like Jesus, if we want authority like Jesus, our life has to be rooted in love and sacrifice. That's how I know I'm powerful. That's how I know I have authority when I live a life of love and sacrifice. Now what I find even more beautiful than that is from the letter of St. Paul, he's speaking to St. Timothy. Timothy was one of St. Paul's disciples and he was one of the ones that preached and taught just like St. Paul. And he tells Timothy, he says, Timothy, guard what's been entrusted to you. Guard what's been entrusted to you. If you are married or you have children, God has entrusted to you something very great. Even if you don't have children, let's start with marriage, right? The very fact of marriage, the very gift of marriage, God has entrusted your spouse to you. That's what he's entrusted to you. And when you're married, when you stand at the altar and give your vows to each other and give your promises to each other, there is a power and authority that God shares with you. Because all power and all authority comes from God. All power and authority comes from God. So when you are married, when you give yourself to your spouse on your wedding day, God is sharing his power with you. And so what are you doing to guard your spouse? Because St. Paul says that, guard what's entrusted to you. If God has given you power, if God has entrusted you with your spouse, what are you doing to guard that? What are you doing to guard your marriage? And I say that because when the devil sees power, the devil wants to destroy it. The devil hates when God gives power to people. The devil hates that because he's the only one that wants to be powerful. He's the only one that wants to have authority. And so when he sees people who are married, when he sees people who have children, when he sees priests, people who God has given power to, he wants to steal that power. Be careful of that. Because the devil works in subtle ways, especially in marriage. What used to not even annoy you will start annoying you. Right? Your husband left open the cabinets every single time. That very single thing starts to annoy you. And then what happens? That love that you once had, that power that you once had starts to dwindle. Right? Starts to go away. Because instead of the power and the love and the sacrifice comes resentment. Anger, unforgiveness, and even to the point of being disgusted with your spouse. That's how the devil works. But when Jesus gives power, he wants that power to last. He wants that power to grow. Next, if you have children, wow. Wow, if you have children, the power that God is sharing with you is amazing. Think about it. 
What is the Trinity? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? The Father and the Son, from their love comes their Holy Spirit. A husband and a wife, from their love comes children, comes a family. And so just as there's a power that happens through the Trinity, there's also power that takes place within a family. What are you doing to guard your children? What are you doing to show your authority to them? One of my biggest pet peeves is, you know, when I see families that come to Mass, and after Mass, oh, where are your kids? Oh, Abuna, you know, they were sleeping today, they slept in, I didn't wake them up. Are you serious? <laughs> Do you know what would have happened to me as a kid if I didn't go to Mass? If my dad let me sleep, that would have never happened, okay? As a parent, you have authority. As a husband, as a wife, you have authority. And that authority isn't meant to wound your children because there's a lot of people who are wounded today because their parents did not know how to use their authority. Parents did not know how to use their power. Go back to Jesus. What does authority look like? It looks like love and sacrifice. That's what a parent has to be. If you want to guard your children, you have to be a father, you have to be a mother of love and sacrifice. Not just yelling at your kids, not just telling them what to do constantly, not constantly criticizing them for the little things that are happening in their life, not pressuring them to get married. That's not authority. That's annoying. Right? But real authority and power as a father or mother looks like love and sacrifice, looks like the cross. That's what we need. And you need to use that authority and power. And if your kids get annoyed of that, what is your authority being used for? To send them to heaven. That's your goal as a father or a mother. To take your kids to heaven. To get them to the kingdom. That's the beauty of it. My brothers and sisters, God has shared His power with so many of us. But let's not let that power be misused and let's not that, that power go to waste. There's so much that we could be doing. This love and the sacrifice that Jesus is showing us, He wants to show us what real authority looks like. Even if you run a business, if you're in charge of people, love and sacrifice will make you more powerful. So let's pray in this Mass that God would give, that, give us that authority over your marriages, over your children, over your businesses, and that authority looks like Him which is ultimate love and ultimate sacrifice. Amen.